In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. It is so good to be back with you, Jordana. Always a pleasure. This must be your we are in another time crunch week for you because you are leaving and by this air when this airs, you will be out of the country. Yes. Away from all of us mm-hmm. on a, you know, on the trip of a lifetime. How do you feel? I will be away. I will be hopefully unplugging, even though I don't physically know how to do that. I'm going to try to figure out how to unplug my, you know, my myself. Um Semi-unplugged. <laughs> yeah, semi-unplugged. I feel good, but I definitely feel stressed. I forgot, like, I haven't d- gone on a big vacation in what feels like forever. Sort of the bachelorette, but, like, for some reason, that didn't count as much. I don't I mean, it didn't because I didn't go to the to Tulum for two weeks. But anyways, so I'm feeling stressed. I forgot how much, like, pre-travel stress I get. Mm-hmm. And the COVID stuff just amplifies it all. The so COVID annoying. stuff amplifies it like we have to get our pcr test tomorrow morning um apparently of course this week the lab is like running slowly and tests aren't coming back in times that they're supposed to come back i don't know it's just like a lot going on and like not to mention i turned to mike yesterday and i was like oh my god we're going to africa that's not like a hop skip and a jump away it's like a trek to get there and we have right. a layover. It's like the a whole thing. But, you know, I'm excited. I'm very it's excited. It's OK. It's going to be worth it. I went internet. I went to Greece in August. And um, yeah, I have to say a, a lot of a lot of traveling, like anxiety. But in the end, the actual it's more about your, what's going on in your head than anything that you really have to do. That's totally. so bad. Um, as long as you're being safe when you're there and like wearing a mask when you like right. when you need to and like, you know, trying to do that, like it's really more in your head than anything. And like it actually totally. so, so, so worth it. I miss traveling so much. And like mm-hmm. um, it was worth all the hoops that you had to jump through to, you know, get those, there. you know, those TikToks that it's like with the Home Depot song and it's like dad mode activated like husband mode activated in the airport you don't you don't know what i'm talking about i'm so bad at tiktok yeah you need to step up your game but anyways it's like these intense it's they're hilarious it's like these intense like husbands and dads in the airport just like activated like they get their hours early they're like you know already checked in have everything printed out that's about to be like both me and mike in the airport so um but like you said i don't know it'll be nice once we're there it's all in our heads right now we just get stressed before like anything so yeah it'll be good feeling good good (laughs) good we have been doing like um a lot of stuff we have so much to get done before we actually leave this week like i still have yet to finish thank you notes for the wedding just be warned they take 
so long. Like you have to hand write them. They're so it's so annoying. Like, you know, yes. And then at one point I was looking up like generic ones online. Like, could I just get generic ones and print them and then just like write hand write people's names and maybe like a nice little line. But then I was like, no, it's like an archaic like antiquated right. thing the idea of like writing a handwritten note and then putting it like i get it's nice it is nice but it's kind of like mm-hmm. when you, it's nice when it's like unexpected and like it you know what i mean it's nice to get a handwritten yes. note or a card when you're like not expecting it and it's really personal it's really nice but like i feel like thank right. you cards like everyone's expecting to get them i don't feel like them so special because i'm getting one um, exactly. And like, we should be able to, I, I think what I would like to do is create a personal personalized email thing. You could write, I, I think it's nice to write a nice note, but why not just send it over email? And in email, you would actually, cause here's the thing as I'm writing these, like I'm, I find that I'm literally writing the same thing and every single person's right. with like a slight variation, trying to make it personal, but you end up just writing like, thank you so much for celebrating us and for your generous gift. Like that's literally, I could right. recite. My and if, you had, if you could write, if you could like type, if you could write oh, yeah. as fast as you think, you would probably write much more interesting, creative ones. Cause like if you were writing an email, it'd be so much easier to be like, uh, talking about like specific moments or talking about something like really personal, like I feel like it's just easier to write it out right. with a computer. Like, why are we doing this to ourselves? That should be, should, we should pull that. Can we truly make that a thing? Maybe like that will be Betcha's Bride's stamp on the world. Like, <clears throat> we should. We, like we make the email thank yous like a really good thing. And like nobody does written anymore. Seriously. And by the time 24, I would pay rolls for around, that too. I'd pay the I same would- amount as I would pay for a stamp. I would. And it can be a cute one. You could do like a paperless post, like a little like opens up one. Oh, that would be that would be iconic. I will say this is not an ad for paper source, but I have this custom stamper. I'm literally holding it up now. It's right next to me. Um, That has been a godsend. You need to get some sort of stamper or like address stickers for your own return address because ain't no ain't no way I'm writing that out. Yeah. Okay. Kristen like told that. me about it. Who's also getting married soon. Yeah. She'll have to, she'll be on the podcast. Talk all about her wedding. Yes. It's on October 30th, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm excited for you. I'll miss you. Um, I'll be hosting without Nicole for the next two weeks. So she can truly relax um, mm-hmm. and you will be missed, but I'm excited for you to have a nice little break. Thank you so much. And the episodes that you're doing, I'm so excited for. They're going to be so great. You guys have been asking for like these types of episodes for a while. I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not. But just get ready and tune in because Jordana's having some amazing guests on. I'm excited. I think you guys will like them a lot. Mm-hmm. Wait, so what's what's new with you, wedding well, gal? What's new with me? Um, I'm definitely starting to get into the thick of it. I'm starting to like add those little things that like we into talked about where like you decide to add them in, um, yeah. which I don't want to spoil any of the things that I'm doing because some of them are like surprises, but I'm excited about that. One of, so, you know, I have eight siblings, mm-hmm. right? So my oldest brother is not coming to my wedding, which, you know, Wait. I feel a little weird about he's a, he's a doctor. And my wedding's in Mexico and he feels he feels like he saw like the whole like all the like highs and lows of COVID. He's like seen right. it's like almost like he's like been to war, like he has like some PTSD from that or something. Right, right. 
Understandable. So he just like cannot get himself to like take the risk of traveling internationally, which right. like it's okay. Like, do you know what I mean? I decided to have a destination wedding understanding. Obviously, like we all hope the pandemic would be fully over by now. It's definitely improved, but I would say definitely not over. So I can understand mm-hmm. everyone's risk tolerance is their own and everyone should do what they feel comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. So for me as like the bride, it feels weird. I would right. say feels like un- like weird just generally just to like not. Ha- I mean, I have a lot of siblings, so right. You still eight, got nine seven. of them there. Yeah. <laughs> or seven eighths of them there, I guess, not including me. <laughs> So I, it will be like fine. Like there will not be a lack of like love and support, but it just feels weird. Yeah. So that's where I I'm know at. you're not the only one because we've definitely gotten emails about this before or like even worse, like the family member does want to come and then like the, you know, the couple's requiring um, negative COVID tests and then like the dad or the mom or a very close family member ends up testing positive like the week of the wedding. So they physically cannot go even though they want to so you're not alone yeah but i i can't imagine that would feel a little weird just because um yeah i mean he's your brother even though you have a trillion um wait are you sad i feel bad no i'm i mean it's kind of like it's weird you go through i went through like a series and we're honest to be honest to be totally honest and i don't think he would disagree with this i don't think he's listening to this podcast but we're not (laughs) like we're 12 years apart um so we're not like super super close um, I love him very much. And, you know, like we, we have an age gap, so we're, there's a little bit of distance there, but like, it's almost like, you know, my initial instinct is like a little bit of anger and like, yeah. And like, I, I, you know, now that I've had time to process, I realize I'm being a little irrational with having that feeling right. because like, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than my wedding. It's, you know what I mean? It's a global pandemic. I totally yeah. get like, Everyone has different levels or thresholds for what they will do. And I just need to accept that. And like, yeah. you know, it feels a little, it feels a little icky, feels a little weird, but like it is what it is. That's a really big, mature, very good level-headed stance of you to take because I could see how easy it would be to be very angry and just like hold a grudge and and take it personally. But like you said, we really can't right now. I mean, we're experiencing this. We'll get into this with emails, actually. Like brides ever since 2020 and like this pandemic's not really like completely poofing out of thin air anytime soon. So we're always going to have to like have it right? Um, and think about it and have it affect our life events like this. But brides, like it's a different thing being a bride. Like some people I know that we have so many brides who like are a little bummed and angry just because people don't want to come on their bachelorettes and like they feel like they're not being celebrated enough. And it's it is unfortunate because it's like everybody who got to get married before 2020 (laughs) didn't have this. But like, yeah, there's definitely that there's like those things, those thoughts that go through your head. But, you know, everyone like the beauty of like the freedoms that we have in the world is that everyone can make their own decisions about what's best for them. And like, mm-hmm. you can be a little, like I can, like I am allowing myself to feel like a little annoyed, but also <laughs> knowing that like, that doesn't mean that he's wrong or that right. like 
my annoyance is, is that it's personal. I don't believe it's personal at all. I do believe he would love to be there. But like, again, I don't live in his head. He has his own thing. And like, there is an inherent, I'm not going to deny that there is an inherent risk of traveling mm-hmm. during the pandemic internationally, especially, and not everyone is willing to take that risk. And like, right. you know, there's no guarantee that everything will be hundred percent fine. So I'm doing like the best that I can to, to make it as fine as possible. Right. But, um, there's no guarantees in life. <laughs> yeah, there's you can't promise anything. That's what we learned throughout all this. Um, exactly. Are you providing a live stream? Like, are you going to figure out a way to live stream it to him or no? I don't that's think another, so. That's if a someone wants to game. film it on there. I don't really like I, there's not enough people not coming, I think, for me to like. Yeah. Like if someone wants to film it on their phone, I'm happy to have them do that. He can see, obviously see the footage. I can send him the raw video that my videographer compiles later. Like yes. I probably will not be setting that up, but like, that's the thing. Like there's awesome vendors out there that do live streaming video. Like I know Sammy like hired a whole separate one, but that's because she had a whole list of people that weren't attending her wedding. So, right. I mean, I, everyone who wants to come who I invited definitely can. I'm not like not. It's kind of like I'm saying if it's your personal choice, I'll send you the raw footage if you want. I'll send you. But I'm like not right. doing an additional thing at the moment. Right. But that would be a good idea if I like mm-hmm. if that was like more of a theme. And, you know, I have other friends who obviously would love to be there who like are having babies, but they probably wouldn't. I don't think that's pandemic related. They like would not be able yeah. to be there babies. regardless Babies puts you in a whole other level, a whole other stratosphere. Literally, exactly. We learned that the hard way with my maid of honor, like having a baby every two seconds while I was planning my wedding. So, right. And it always feels so personal when you're getting married, but it's like not, you know what I mean? It's like, why yes. are you having your baby now? But it's like, yeah. obviously like, no one <laughs> should be planning their, their, their like children around anyone's <laughs> wedding. It's like one day. <laughs> Literally, I was like, Jenna, I wasn't pregnant during your wedding planning. And she's like, what? Like, it's my life. Like, let me it's let me have a child. (laughs) And that's kind of the thing that I think, like, if you take a step back and you look at like you look at it not from in it, you look at it from like an outside perspective. um, I think, you know, you it's a lot easier to feel like compassion for people that you might feel like angry at or like frustrated with or like disappointed by i think if you like really do take yourself out of it and like think about it from their side like you can become a lot more compassionate and it's just when you're planning the wedding everything seems to be about the wedding but like you do have to remember not everyone's whole life is revolved around like your wedding like it's your wedding you should be there (laughs) exactly and the saying it's only one day of your life like truly never felt so real until you get there. And it truly is one day. It goes, by, again, my biggest takeaway, it goes by so fast. So it's like, I, you shouldn't, you shouldn't put your own life on hold for planning this wedding. Yes. It takes up a lot of your time and consumes a lot of your energy, but you shouldn't like, you know, quit your job and give up your life plan to, for your wedding. And neither should anybody else in your life because it's only one day right. of your life. Yeah. And I think yeah, like we a have lot, a podcast oh, about it. <laughs> well, I think a lot of what this podcast is kind of like is good about this podcast is that we sort of know both sides. Right. So right. we can and we can talk about that because like. Again, when you're like attending someone's wedding, you're like, oh, my God, they're obsessed with their wedding. And then when you're planning your wedding, you're like, 
I, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. I, I know. Right. Well, cause beyond that one day, it is a whole, it is a whole life event in a way because the lead up of it, the engagement stuff, the, um, you know, the events that go into it, it is a whole. So I I'm contradicting right. myself. I lied. It's not just one day. Like the well, wedding day is one day, but the it's one major milestone marker process. of your life. Yes. I think. And that's right. And that's the thing that's like, that's what makes it like sentimental. And that's what makes it mm-hmm. like, you know, why it's nice when people show up because it feels like they're like seeing that about you or they're honoring, like they're honoring you by honoring this like new life phase that you're in. Um, totally. So it's, it's, it's like, it's nice to, to, if you can try to figure out the balance between like, you know, a reasonable amount of wanting of, of expectations of people to feel like they showing you that they care about you and they want to support you while also understanding that like taking yourself out of it and understanding that everyone else has their own shit that's going on, like all around them that yeah. they have to deal with. It has nothing to do with you and is not personal and is not like trying to offend you. Oh, 1000%. Wow. Really good insight. Good way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, I think, just the best way to get through it. Like, otherwise, you just, like, become a monster. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Should we get into our emails today? It's not Let's too late, guys. To get to your to get your Betches Brides uh, Halloween merchandise. 
It's not too late. And it's so cute. Oh my gosh. Even like the, the couple stuff is great. Even just like the chill costumes, like the I'm a mouse, duh, mean girls tea, the uh, Damien, she doesn't even go here hoodie. I'm doing that for Halloween this year because truly like the busyness has not slowed down for me. I'm still so busy. We're trying to move. We're, you know, honeymoon. So I don't have time to actually plan a Halloween costume. If you feel me, I'll be getting back from South Africa, literally right before Halloween. So I went straight to shop Betches or in your guys' case, go to Betches.co slash brides merch or just shop Betches.com and get yourself an easy costume because they're cool and they make a statement and they're easy. Yes, please do that. And guys, if you want to see me and Jared Freed live giving dating and relationship advice, um, we are going to be at Town Hall on December 8th at 8 p.m. Um, you can get your tickets at betches.co slash you up live 21. Nicole will be there. All of your favorite Betches characters will be there <laughs> in the like audience the- or on stage. <laughs> like Disney World for Betches. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. The Disney right? br- character brunch. Yeah. Character breakfast. Get, yeah, it's going to be <laughs> like that. But like if everyone was like was like 20 to 35 and like drunk. Yes. Oh, I'll be there. Which is world. I just pictured myself waving a napkin in the air like you do it. That like, brought me back. Nicole, <laughs> I feel like you would have done well as like a Disney princess at Disney World, like someone playing the princess and like taking the pictures of the kids. I would love that. I feel like I missed my calling doing that. I probably was that in a past life or like something. You probably, it probably would have been like a good side gig for you at some point. I in your- might. I might have you to did improv too, right? Yes. I might have to audition for the role of Princess Peach at Disney World. But for now, the You Up Live show can be a good practice <laughs> for me. Yes, we'll start there. And then we'll, yeah. we'll make you into Cinderella. Yes. But yeah, let's get into your emails, listeners, because we're not the only ones with issues. I'm excited for these emails because they're good and they'll help us explore your choices for your wedding as well. Yeah, they're great. All right. Uh, vow trouble. Hi, Nicole and Jordana. So much love for the podcast. It's really helped me get a jump start in planning my November 2022 wedding. So far, the biggest obstacle has been my fiance and I agreeing on doing our vows during the ceremony versus privately. I initially wanted to do our first look as I walked down the aisle and doing our vows during the ceremony. My fiance, on the other hand, wants to do a private first look with private vows. Since then, I've gone back and forth between doing a first look and or private vows. However, my fiance has really wanted to do everything privately as public speaking and public displays of emotion make him really anxious. I'm totally sensitive to his feelings and understand why he's nervous. However, I feel like doing our vows during the ceremony is really important to me and the highlight of the ceremony. And I've already compromised by agreeing to do a first look before the ceremony. What do you guys think about this? At this point, I feel like we both want our way equally as much. And I'm not sure the true compromise on the vows will be able to happen since we both seem to want our own way. LOL. Any tips or advice would be much appreciated. Sincerely to vow or not to vow. This situation's tricky because you guys are going to have to make a decision. Like you're going to either have to do the private vows or not, or the public vows or not. Well, can they do something in the middle is my question. Well, I've seen this happen a lot. And let me know if you've um, heard about this. I feel like you may have done something similar too. I thought you said, which is like you write down the vows 
privately. And then either one, your officiant, can, if he doesn't want to be, he's for, has a fear of public speaking. The officiant can read the, I've seen mm-hmm. this before. The officiant reads the letters That's what we did. to each other. That's what you did. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Our deacon. So you can do that, but I can see also, okay. Maybe he, maybe that's still too much for him. Right. Right. It's still a third option. You're still, your written words are being read out loud. Right. Still vulnerable. I think less, much less so than having to read it yourself personally. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I think that's a good middle option. One step further. Maybe that's still too much for him at the wedding. I was at last weekend. Um, it looks they so nice. Did, it was beautiful. Great time. So fun. Um, at the ceremony, the rabbi, she's like, so they've written each other private letters. We're not going to read them out loud here, but I am going to read like one sentence from each of them, like one oh. really meaningful sentence from each of them, which I thought was like really nice, really beautiful. And if you're the kind of person that does not like any that sort of like public or like emotional thing, like it was just one really nice line. Right. I thought that was really sweet and like a good I way if you didn't want to do vows. Love that. I love that. That's a very good compromise. I really think you listener who wrote this in you, that would be the best compromise. And even if you want a little longer, it could be like one paragraph, a couple. <laughs> yeah. A couple yeah. sentences, a couple. Right. Yeah. Or like, this one part can, of his letter that I thought was that I, that I wanted to share. Right. I would do that. I would each write a, a letter privately, hand it to the officiant and say, like, you pick the, the small paragraph that you think should be read out loud that you think, like, really encapsulated, like the feeling of the letter and the sentiment the best. And that way you get the best of both worlds. And that way, like, the yeah, you have the officiant, you have the officiant say they wrote longer vows like for each other. And then you have that special private moment where you get to read your longer vows from your significant other. I love that. And like a lot, I mean, if going back to her email, like if she is like, no, I want all or nothing. I think with this, you do have to think about like why. And I know we always say that like, and it's kind of like, what? It's tough because I think I'm like her. Like I think vows I've, I've been to weddings where there's just the typical vows and the couple writes private ones and you don't hear them. And then I've been to weddings where as a guest, you do hear the private vows read out loud. And it's always such a beautiful moment. I cry. I love it. I, it gives me more like personal insight into the couple. I don't know. I just think it puts a personal fun flair on the wedding ceremony, but like, as the couple, you have to think like, why do I really want this? Is the reason deep down, is it because I want the ceremony to be entertaining for my guests? And that's why I want us to read a vows out loud. Or is it because of some other reason? Because I do think like, if it's just like you think your guests will enjoy it more, then maybe that's a chance to look back and say like, oh, no, wait, what What do we, what will we enjoy more as a right. couple? Or is it, yeah, or is it even as individuals? Like, you know what I mean? What yeah. means like it's most important? What means like what will make each of you happy? And also, I mean, I, this seems like seems a little weird, but if you wanted to read your vows and not yeah. have like he could give his privately and you could do yours and they could say that like they could preface it with like, oh, he's not like he hasn't written them. But he's chosen to do them privately. Like, yeah, they're, they're, and you know, I'm saying if, if she's like, I want to share this publicly, like I'm like, 
this is like a thing that I, I love and I love it wants to be part of it. Like you could do yours and he could not do his. Yeah. Or you could pick a longer that. segment from your letter. I love your original segment idea. I really think that's the way to go with this. But also I was on the phone with my um, brother and his fiance yesterday, and he is more of a shyer person, like doesn't love a like a big spotlight on him. Like, and he said something we were talking about, like parents dances and who he's going to dance with because he doesn't we don't have my mom for him to do the mother son dance. So like just talking about what to do there. We'll get into all, all that later. But um. He said something and I I was like, Chris, you know, the parents dances, they go by so fast anyways. So whoever you do choose to dance with, it'll be like two seconds. And he was like, good. I only want me in the spotlight for two seconds. And then his fiance Navi was like, babe, it's your wedding day. Like you should not. Well, she didn't say want to be in the spotlight. She was just like, embrace the spotlight. Like it's one day where you like should want the spotlight essentially on you. And right. I was like, that is a good point too. like not trying to change all the shy people in the world to like want the spotlight on their wedding day. But that's a good, I, I thought about that. And I was like, that's true. Like if there is one day to put aside your shyness, it's your wedding day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's like nice to get a little out of your comfort zone, but like right. there's ways to compromise and do something that makes like maybe like having like I agree, like having having going from like, I hate the attention being on me. I can't stand the thought of like saying like my emotions out loud in front of Mm -hmm. people to like, I'm going to let someone read one, like one line of a letter that I wrote. Like, I think is an easier way. Okay. Like it's still, maybe I still feel uncomfortable. I still feel like a little weird. It's like, but like not as big at like, as Mm -hmm. pouring your heart out in front of everyone. So I do think like, like there's like you can add you and I think if he really can't do that compromise, maybe he needs to like try to work on that. I don't know how much time right. you have. Um, right, right. But that to me seems like something small and would mean a lot to you and would probably take not that much away from him. Exactly. If I had to guess. And this is a first test for marriage because marriage, you got to compromise, baby. Exactly. Um, what Creative are you solutions. doing for Val's? We're going to read our vows. You know, I'm a, I'm a podcaster, so I've got a lot to say. <laughs> oh, I love that. I mean, I, I love the vows read out loud, even though our deacon like insisted on reading him the hit that. Uh, oh, he wanted, he wanted to read. Oh my I God. thought you wanted him to read them. No, he insisted. I, if oh, I could really? speak, literally, I'm like stuttering. What's wrong with me? Um, yeah. That's so, so funny. He, ins- he was like, he was very strict about random things throughout the ceremony, but we love him. Um, he was like, no, I read them in every wedding ceremony I do. So we were like, a really good reader. He did read it with a lot of gusto and passion. And yeah, he really, wow. I've never heard of that. Someone insisting on that. That's Mike. And I both were like, wait, did he cut like a little part, some parts out of yours? And Mike was like, yeah, he did out of mine yours. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, what the hell? He cut our letters down. He he edited them. Oh my god, he took like creative liberties. That's yes. actually how did you not tell that story on the wedding recap episode? That's like the funniest thing I've ever heard. He was like, I don't, eh, I don't really know if that's really adding much to the letter. I'm gonna leave that out. He took out like a fun part of mine, and I was like, what the fuck? I like didn't realize. Well, I actually kind of. I guess didn't you didn't care that. Did you care? 
Were you like, I like realized quickly in the moment. I was like, wait, hey, there was supposed to be a part before this. And then I was like, fuck it, whatever. I just I was love also the tipsy. idea <laughs> of your deacon like redlining your thing like as a college essay. And then like he, he, he should like grade it. <laughs> Both of ours. Well, he told us we had to submit edits like he was like, these are too long. Cut them down. So we both did. And we did one page like he asked. And then he still edited. So, oh, wow. I need to meet yeah. this guy. I love yeah, it. OK, that's do. so funny. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how I held that until now. Let's do another one. OK, next one. Jordana and Nicole, I'm currently 44 days out from my wedding. Ah, Your podcast has helped me throughout the whole wedding planning process. And I thank you for that. I have three friends getting married back to back in 2022 from my bridal party. Oh, by the way, quick side note, 2022 is the biggest freaking year for weddings. There's like stats all over. Biggest year about since it. like 1980 something. Yeah. So get ready because a lot of you are going to be having back to back in 2022 weddings. Okay. So she has friends getting married back to back in 2022 from my bridal party, two of which I made of honor for. One of those friends rescheduled her 2020 wedding due to COVID. Her wedding was the day everything shut down in California, and she chose to keep her wedding date, get married at her house, rescheduling her formal ceremony and reception to be in 2022. We had a dinner slash show outing for her bachelorette the month before her wedding. Ooh, fun. She took matters into her own hands and planned her own bachelorette because it was a place she enjoyed going and wanted to share the experience with everyone. I am her maid of honor. And at the time of her batch, I wasn't in a great place financially to go all out for her trip for her with a trip, but I was assured she loved her night on the town. Now that her formal ceremony is approaching, she keeps saying she needs a redo of her bachelorette because she got robbed of the experience. She insists we take a girl's trip with a much smaller group before her script for her rescheduled wedding date. Hearing her say this hurts because it makes me feel like I didn't fulfill my role as her maid, maid of honor and that she didn't enjoy her night out. It also gives me a headache because I'm already financially strapped for my own wedding slash honeymoon expenses, I feel ya, and the two other weddings for my friends. What do I do in this situation? How do I, how should I communicate my feelings to her the next time she brings up these statements? Should I plan a redo bachelorette girls trip to appease her? I'd love to know your thoughts. Sincerely burnt out betch. I love the sign off. This is a good one. I'm, I too am a burnt out betch. <laughs> well, that not when you, not after a few days from now, you're just going to be off the grid. Um, so I think there's two parts to this. I think there's the first part of her feeling like offended that her friend even wants to do something else. Cause she already like took her on this mm-hmm. like night out in the town. But I do think you can really have fun and enjoy something and still feel like you could be like, let's give us another kind of example. Like you could be a bride who like eloped, but still kind of because of COVID, but still like, and had a great time and like loved it, but still kind of feel like, it would have been nice to like, just because you like right. one thing doesn't mean that you feel like you're missing you a little yeah, bit that you wouldn't like to, to do something else. So I don't think yeah. like it's personal. I don't think she's like lying to you that she didn't have a great time. You can still have a great time and still like want the classic bachelorette experience. So I would take like, totally. I don't think you did anything wrong. I'm sure she loved that experience, but it's just different. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also think that it's like totally perfectly acceptable for you to say her say to her as like someone who's really close to her and who already planned this night out for her. Like, hey, I love you. I'm so excited for you to get married. If you want to have that 
I totally get you wanting to have like another bachelorette or girls trip. I really don't think I can afford it. Um, I had so much fun with you on like our outing and like, I love to be there for you like in any other way, but I just really like, I'm just going to be totally honest with you. Like I really, I just don't have the money now to do this. And like, I think if you're just straight with her and you say that to her, it's like a totally rational, normal thing to do. And you already showed her that you cared by like planning this night out and like she could still do the girl's trip with other people Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't be like anything against you. And like after being married, I'm realizing you can show your supportiveness and like friendship through being a a good maid of honor or a good bridesmaid in so many other ways than the bachelorette. Like you, you could say what you said to say to her, like be honest with her. And and truly that's like all that in this scenario, that's all, that's the only choice she has to do. If she physically cannot afford to go on another girl's trip kind of thing, like you have to not go, you're not going to like go into debt for this so um say that to her but also then just be like look you're one of my best friends i'm your maid of honor i really i feel awful about not being able to go on this second trip but i do think like if you if you're feeling kind of robbed of that experience you should a thousand percent do it you're in the right to do it but i am going to be there for you and show you my support in so many other ways that aren't money related. Like she can literally be like the MVP on the day of the wedding when that finally comes. And as a bride who just went through it, you, I will never forget how helpful like my sister-in-law was the one that I was that totally her weddings in November. And when her wedding rolls around, I'm literally like gonna like bow down at her feet and be the most helpful bridesmaid in the world. Like that kind of stuff means so much to people remember you know, bri- it, yeah yeah like so you can do and she didn't come to my bachelorette or my bridal shower she lives in california she didn't and i think that was her in her head probably like thinking let me be a really good bridesmaid for nicole because i didn't didn't make it to those events um but yeah i mean i think you so moral of that story is you can kind of like make up for doing that and you can make up for it in different ways right as we that's get to like wedding. right i think that's great advice and honestly, like if you're telling her the, that's the real reason, like you cannot afford it, like you would love to go, but you cannot afford it. And she really, really wants you to be there. Maybe she wants to pay for you. Like, yeah, if that's something she wants to do, that's great. But like I'm saying, like if, if you're telling her you're buried to entry, if she can't like if she she definitely does not have to and, and should not if she doesn't want to. But if she really wants you to be there enough and you're saying I can't afford it, I don't think it would be like totally insane for her to suggest mm-hmm. paying for some or part of it or like all of it or to make it somehow financially easier for you. Like I've had friends who have um, supplemented their bachelorette parties because they wanted people to come and they knew that they were picking somewhere that might've been like a little bit out of a lot of people's price range. Right. Right. You can't like these freaking bachelorette parties. And I know this is like so contradicting because I went to Tulum for mine (laughs) and (laughs) But they get so expensive. Like you can't, you've got to be understanding with people when it comes to being able to afford it or not. Yeah. So, and you either, I think need to like, if you're choosing somewhere that's like kind of outrageous, you either need to like, again, supplement it or just accept this. Whoever can't afford it won't come and not be offended by it. It's like this to bring it full circle. It's sort of about like, bring it back to like my wedding. Like I chose to do a destination wedding. It's international. And so, like, I really cannot um, 
be upset if some people don't feel comfortable doing it. So it doesn't mean I should change what I'm doing, but it does mean that I should be, have a sense of understanding that like my decisions are not everyone's decisions. Right. That's what Brooke, my, one of my best friends is doing. She's getting married in February in Dominican Republic. Um, And she didn't, she kind of like at the last second was like, okay, I actually do want to do a little something for my bachelorette. She lives in Miami. So she's having people come and stay with her. And it's, you know, we're not doing like the big expensive cabana days. I don't know what else, what you do down there, but we're, it's going to be more like low key um, cost effective, but she's being very, very understanding with people who can't, or like just can't afford it or don't want to, or can't take off work. She's like, look, you guys are taking off in February for my big destination. So like, if you can't do this completely understand, and that's how you have to be. Got to, got to be like that. Let's do one more. Okay. Okay. Hey, y'all. Love the show. Love the pod. Living for both of you. Thank you. Jumping right into my question. I went to my BFF's bachelorette over Labor Day weekend in Nash slash in Nash Vegas. What is Nash Vegas? I think it's literally Nashville. Honestly, we should know this. We're so, what are we? Like, what is, are we amateur? Amateurs? (laughs) What is this? (laughs) <laughs> Hooray! What's Nash Vegas? Mike, do you Nash know Nash Vegas? Vegas I think it's Nashville, but like the strip of Nashville, and it's really fun. Like oh, Vegas. it is Nashville. I just Googled it. It says, okay. Why is Nashville called Nash Vegas? Nashville is called Nash Vegas for its Broadway neon lights and lively nightlife. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so it's Nashville. Nashville. <laughs> Never heard that before. I guess we're lame. Um, but back to our listener question. So she went to her friend's bachelor party, bachelorette party over Labor Day weekend in Nash Vegas. It was about 7% fun for me. Most of the plans we made got shot down and we spent the majority of the time at the Airbnb watching old DVDs. Not the worst, but we paid for everything. Her part of the Airbnb, all the food, all the drinks, all the activities, all of it. At one point, the bride asked if she should even bother bringing her wallet when we went, when we went out. Awkward. If it were a year ago when the wedding was supposed to happen, hashtag COVID, I would have grinned and bared it, but I'm currently going back to school for a career change and I'm only working part-time. The house alone was half my rent payment. The party was just the bridal party, so half, so a half dozen with the bride, and I told them ahead of time that I could not afford to pay for her all weekend. We wound up doing it anyways. Hello, Raman. All of this to say, with the wedding coming up, do I still need to write a check for a wedding gift? She's paying for half of our hair and makeup and debating between pajamas or hydro flasks for our gifts. And not that it should be a tit for tat, but outside the $1,200 for the batch, the $700 to attend the wedding and the $200 dress, I'm really beyond what I can afford. Am I a bad bridesmaid if I don't give a gift? SOS, broke bridesmaid batch. Dude, when she breaks it down like that, $1,200 for the batch, $700 for the wedding, $200. That's a lot of money. I agree. That's a lot of money. Here's the thing, though. You got to get a gift. It can be small. Mm-hmm. I think like I just don't I don't think you can show up without a gift. It can be without super, super small. Go to the registry. Find a twenty dollar item. Find mm-hmm. a thirty dollar item. Find something on the registry. There's tw- honestly fucking twelve dollar item. Like if you really need to like mm-hmm. I just think 
the men, here's the thing. I think the mental toll it will take on you from going to the wedding and then always just kind of thinking about the fact that you never got her a gift right. and thinking about what she thinks about that is not worth the $30 that you could spend on like a totally a couple of bowls off the totally. registry. I, I know we've said this for before. Her, more than for it's, the bride, honestly. Yeah, it's literally a mental like, oh, I got that. Get them a nice card, get something on the registry and you're good to go. Because like, like you said, it's literally the mental anguish. I know I would set myself into a tizzy if I showed up. Right. I'd be like, what do they think of me? Or like, is this person yeah. like, or is this really rude? And like, honestly, like just thinking it like sitting up at night wondering that is not worth no $30. Well, and you me. said this once, like we, you, you actually said this once, like when you think about it and you're like, you know, I don't want to get a gift. I've already spent so much. I told that is totally understandable. But at the same time, they are host. The couple is hosting you. Your plate is likely pretty expensive at the wedding. Like, you know, that. Right. and for that reason, you should still bring some sort of gift, even if it is yeah. no more than $30 of worth of bowls from the make something. If you can make mm-hmm. something, I don't know if you're artistic, if you want to make something or like Ooh. do something, get something cheaper and then create oh, something. Oh, you know what you could do? This is a really good, this is actually, when you said make something, this is a really good gift. You literally get these tiles. They're like, this is a coast, an old coaster, but you get tiles, you can order them and you make, I've made it. And if I can DIY this, you guys can too. You literally print out photos and do, um, what's it called? The clear, really clear, uh, glue stuff. I forget what it's called. Honestly, just Google like homemade coasters with photos and you make photo photos of the couples on these coasters. You make them a cute little coaster set and you give that. And I gave that to my sister and her husband forever ago. It's still their favorite gift to this day. They use them all the time on their coffee table. That's a really good gift. That's a good engagement gift too. Probably very inexpensive. And honestly, Mm -hmm. like, like, like Nicole said, if you're going to, like, if you're going somewhere, honestly, even if someone invited you to their house for dinner, you'd probably bring a bottle of wine. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? You'd probably yeah. bring something if someone invited you to their home. Like they're inviting you to an event. Again, it's more about the gesture than the money. I'm telling you, like you will be, it is worth it for you, for your mental state to just get a small gift and feel like you gave a gift. Right. And I, I will say though, like I'm all for the, if you ha- did pay all of that money to be involved and you have been a really supportive bridesmaid showing up to everything. I think it's totally fine to give less than you typically would at a wedding. Yeah. I think again, like kind of like what we've all been saying this whole episode, like everyone should do what they're comfortable with. Don't do anything that's going to put you into debt. Don't do anything that's like going to make you really uncomfortable. Whatever you feel like is appropriate is good. But again, I think that for the gift, it's really more about like Again, we're saying people, we're always talking about how do you make people feel special or like you care or like you've thought of them. And a gift, I think, is like what shows like I've thought about you. Here is your gift. Yes. What's that (laughs) saying? People won't remember what you said, but they'll always remember how they make how you make them feel. Exactly. And no (laughs) gift makes someone feel like you're almost trying to hurt them. I think. Yeah. More than like you just like forgot. Then it's if there's no gift, it's like. 
the couple might almost like feel inclined to like remind you. And it's like, then it gets really awkward because you're like, oh, no, wait, I actually wasn't planning on getting you anything. On a side note, I don't think anyone should ever remind someone that they didn't give them a gift. No, no. As much as you would want to, I'm sure you would. Did you? Did you? Did anyone not get you a gift? No, I was just I I know he he the or actually earlier today he was like oh so and so one of his friends like for like texted me they um forgot to like bring their card or whatever but they're gonna send a check or something and I was like okay a tell him thank you b I wouldn't even it's not like I'm like sitting over here like tracking right <laughs> like, but I think once but you do track gifts for thank yous and I do oh, think you people you know I, I think from speaking to friends I feel like you know. Who didn't, if someone didn't get you a gift or if someone got you like, right, like lower than you thought would probably get gift. Oh, you deaf? No. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, you guys are going to call me like fucking privileged and whatever, but you do, you definitely like I, when people get you like not a lot. Well, like, okay, I had a friend who was there at all of my events, was, is seriously one of the best friends in the world and didn't get me as, that much and I do not care at all like she's I do not look at her any different I would probably do the same because my shit was expensive that bachelorette we're all still in debt from like (laughs) I would not look at her differently at all but like there are people on the list who you're like oh wow like they only gave you that much I don't know it's you do I mean it's kind of like you're human so like you think yes you you see something and you think about it and yeah maybe make a judgment even if it's not fair and guys we're all about honesty here so you know yeah I think that's fair that's true and again like doesn't mean you have to be enraged to the person but you do remember so I would I think the person I think so what you're saying is the best way to go like the thoughtful like the coaster thing is like personal can't go wrong sweet inexpensive like perfect idea framed picture mm-hmm. or something like of that, them or you or something from the wedding that is a good idea a nice framed photo i love you can that. get you inexpensive can really get- frames places yeah yeah or go to shop and get them our new till death do us part mug set which is honestly the perfect gift oh, yeah. for people inexpensive great <laughs> gift you know, we just we just solved your issue. There we go. We really did. Now everybody's gonna think I'm like some crazy person tracking my gifts. No, no you do. They're gonna you think ha- you're just like them because everyone tracks their gifts. No one doesn't no. track their gifts. Yes. And I will say, as a couple who's recently married, you are very thankful for people just showing up to celebrate you. Like that is. I know this sounds like cliche and cheesy, but it really does. Like feel so good this year yeah oh yeah for sure so but everybody got us pretty much good well if they didn't just write a list and we'll read it out loud on on the next episode and (laughs) then (laughs) yes well i think we solved that issue i think personally Now it's time for Unpopular Opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. Some of these opinions might be unpopular, but you know what's really popular? High Noon Hard Seltzer. The flavors like pineapple, black cherry, watermelon, grapefruit, peach, lime, mango, and passion fruit. They've got you covered for whatever occasion, be it your batch party, bridal shower, cocktail hour, you name it. Our first opinion for today is... 
I love this one. You guys submitted this this morning. I hate the couple photo, the couple's photos kissing under the veil. Have I seen like you lift the veil? Does the veil no. go in front of your face? Yes. So I actually you have put the veil one... in front of your face. Oh, no, no, not like like, no, it wasn't like one of those that you lift over. But right. I know what she's talking about because I Mike and I had a photo like that because I think I like told my photographer before, like, I love those types of photos. I'm trying to pull it up for you. <laughs> OK, so it's like that. Like, I think she's talking about this one. You guys can't see it, but it's like Mike and I are okay. kissing and like the it's photographer. Like yeah, it's artsy yeah. and like motion. So here's the thing I have realized recently, like, um, Amanda Batula from Summer House, for example, they had a photo like that. And I thought it was gorgeous, like with the veil, like in front and like Caroline Crawford, one of the big wedding TikTokers, she had one first. I actually kind of copied her because I was like, that's cool. I want a photo like that. So shout out to you, Caroline. Um, but like people more and more have been taking these photos. So I think that's where it's, like, it's, tr- it's trending a little more. Um, I'm sure they were around before. Like I noticed them in the last month or so, but Anyways, um, yeah, so it's definitely a trendy thing. And I will say, like, logistically, it's not easy to get. Like, this took oh, a really? good... No, like, but the photographer had to, like, stand that, like, somebody else held, held the veil. Like, the photo in the end looks like it's an easy, like, swift moment of you kissing and the veil yeah, is waving that looks effortless. Wind. It ain't effortless. That's for okay. sure. I don't know if I'll have time for that then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing you all stressed trying to fit in the veil photos. Um, oh my god! But I'm stressed yeah. just hearing about how t- how tough it was <laughs> to get this veil photo. It ain't easy. Okay. Um, I so could you see disagree. How people could hate on them, but I disagree because you know what? I did one and I love it, and it's on my Instagram. Probably the Batches Brides Instagram too. I think I posted it there. I don't know. I mean, I disagree. I think it's cute. It sounds like it's it's very um, tough. So I commend you on getting it. <laughs> Guys, see how much time t- you have. If you can get one, get one. And then you can always decide not to post it. I think it's a cool romantic vibe. Personally. I like it. I think that picture you just showed me is great. I mean, I saw it through the Zoom on your phone. So it wasn't like the best image, but I'm sure mm-hmm. I'll go look at it after this. It looks great. Perfect. And Instagram is broken today, so I couldn't see what the audience voted. But I remember the last time I did see it, more of the audience was disagreeing. So they do not mm-hmm. hate the couple's photos kissing under okay. the veil. Good. And going along with the veil, um, you know, theme, our second unpopular opinion was you don't need to have a veil, which we've definitely talked about this. Like, yeah, that nauseum before. Um, I definitely agree. I'm debating a veil. Um, I don't want to buy a veil. So if I have one, I, I might just borrow one from my friend who offered to lend me her veil. Um, and then make an it like extra- a game time. <laughs> you have an extra. <laughs> yeah, if you need. Why but do you it's have an very extra? long? And it's well, because the company, JK, shout out to this cute little small business, JK Braids and Bridal, sent me two. And I wore one of you. Actually, my one is at Mike's mom's house, but it was really heavy, I'll say. So I don't know if you want that. But this other one, it's in a box and it says, but it says something on the end. It says like, t- I think it says till death do us part, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> which could be very on brand for you. Right. Um, so at, yeah. It says at Betch's Brides <laughs> embroidered into the end of it. 
<laughs> but yeah, I will say tip, if you do decide on a veil, maybe try a light one um, because the heavy ones might fall out of your head. <laughs> well, that's good advice for the listeners at home and myself. I I'm very, very much like don't think about it at all. Like if I'm kind of like yeah. if I have one and they want to put it on, like I'm I'm not like anti veil. Right. I'm anti like paying for a veil, I think, but like I'm not anti veil on its own. Everybody yeah. has a veil and nobody's like people don't feel like very like Sammy and Ashley both were like, you can have my veil if you want. I remember before when I was looking around for ones. So ask them truly if you can't find one. But um the, the, you I don't think anybody should like s- drop bad money on a veil. Right. OK, well, I guess agree then you don't need a veil. Yeah, great. No, you don't need anything for the wedding, but we got okay. you on the veil. Just know that. Yes. <laughs> okay. The last one is the bride and groom do not need to sleep in the same room the night before the wedding or separate rooms. They don't need to sleep in separate rooms. You mean? Oh, yeah. Well, separate rooms. Right. Yes. Yeah. And um, I'm right. I agree, I guess. Um, to most, I'm not even sure. Do people do? Do people do separate rooms? Like, what do most people even do? No one really, like, talks about, like... I feel like most people do separate rooms, right? Most people do, and it depends, like, where... Like, if you're in your hometown, I know, like, a lot of times the bride will spend the night at her parents' house or vice versa. Um, Hotels, like, my sister had... They had the suite, but she had my my brother-in-law, her husband, sleep in, like, a different hotel room with one of his friends, and then a bunch of bridesmaids slept in the suite with her. Me and Mike slept in the same room because I was not trying to finagle around with all that. Like I just, oh, wow. Yeah. We stayed together the night before the wedding. And I also sleep better with his body next to me. I swear I'm not Aww. like dependent on him. <laughs> so <laughs> no, cute. It's so lame, <laughs> but whatever. That's adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to be more I dependent. You need a little <laughs> snuggle. I I do a leg pillow. I put my leg over him and that's the that's only that's the, the contact I need. I don't need any more than the leg touch Touching when feet. I'm sleeping. I like that. That's cute. Yeah. Um I um so we're we have a we have a large suite for our um room and our destination wedding and our venue. So I'm I think we're there's multiple rooms in the suite, so we'll be like in the same suite but different rooms. I think. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. Here's what I don't really get: like the whole like the bride will sleep with a bunch of her like female friends or sisters or something. I'm like, I don't want to like have like a slumber party tonight. I want to like go to sleep and like. (laughs) It's stressful. My sister's like like, knock myself out and sleep. No. Truly, yes, you literally want to take a Xanax and go to bed. That's what I did. Um, right. My sister, like, I just remember it was literal slumber party vibes. Like, nobody wanted to go to bed. It was like it, listening to music till like 2 a.m. I was like stressed. I was like, I have to wake up in two hours for makeup right. and hair. Like, that's yeah, too much togetherness for me. Like, you have all day the wedding yeah. of the wedding to be like hanging out, doing your like girl talk, saying like, exactly. I, I guess, like, I don't I wouldn't mind sleeping in the same room as him, but I guess it builds like because we sleep in the same bed every night, like it might build a little more like excitement to see each other. Yeah. So I don't like mind it, um, but I definitely don't think it's necessary, especially if it's like logistically tough. Right. 
in this day and age of 2021. And <laughs> you have to think if you're in like a hotel room, yeah, everything's logistically tougher in 2021, but also you're in hotels, you've like made your friends pay for their own rooms to come out to your wedding weekend. And that was my thinking. I was like, okay, if Brooke and John got a room together, am I really going to like make Brooke like come sleep with me and like John sleep alone, even though Brooke helped pay for the room? I don't know. It was just like, I was like, I don't want to inconvenience anybody else either, even though they wouldn't care. But yeah, I don't, I don't think like I think anyone wants situations- to have a slumber party, like go yeah, in no. your own room. <laughs> no, we're adults. We don't need to slumber party. No, but your situation's perfect where you have like different beds in the suite. Like I would do that. I would have slept in one and Mike sleep in another if that was our. Yeah, I'm like into how that, I feel like if we didn't, if if our suite only had one bedroom, we'd probably just sleep in the same room. But like mm-hmm. no one else is using the room and the suite's pretty expensive. So like, why not like make it a little like cheesy right. night before a separate sleeping thing? I mean, the concept is absurd, but like it's sweet, I guess, to just like, oh, I haven't seen you like since yesterday is like kind of exciting, I guess. Are you getting ready in the suite? No, I'm taking our suite. We have the the presidential suite. I'm, um, I'm taking that because I have a million bridesmaids. We're all doing hair and makeup. He's his parents have a suite, so he's getting married. He's getting ready with his friends Perfect. and his parents' suite. Perfect. Wow, you have the whole getting. We have to get into all of that late in a later episode. Your whole getting ready situations, like what food you're going to do, all that, because that's a whole. It's thing. all a thing. So much fun. <laughs> it's a whole little event. Yes. That was Unpopular Opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. With 100 calories, gluten-free, and no added sugar, High Noon is more than a drink. It's a way of life, an attitude, a vibe. Because when the sun's up, there are always good times to be had. We love High Noon here at Batches. We have it all the time. My favorite flavor is definitely the pineapple these days. I've gotten into it very recently, and I'm it's all I'm really drinking now. And you can find out where to purchase High Noon by visiting highnoonspirits.com. Well, I think we solved weddings yet again. I wish you the best time on your honeymoon. I'm sure we will see all the content both on your personal Instagram at Nicole Pellegrino with the underscore and at Betches Brides. <laughs> I'm pumped. It's going to be incredible. And I hope you do the uh, shark diving that, that we got I- you. Am and that's a test in our marriage. Yeah, you guys got. Thank you for that. I actually wrote your thank you note this morning. Oh, you don't need to send Um, us thank you. I got. I was like, oh, you should just take you text. It's so sweet. Like that's enough. No, I was like formal thank you note to come. I'm a very like thank you note girl. You guys got me the shark diving. I'm so excited. Um, Mike doesn't want to do it, but I'm making us. So that's a big compromise on his behalf. Sammy and I were debating what to get you, and we were like looking at registry and like. We were kind of like, I have like is nothing it, we were like, is this weird? Does this send a weird message to buy her like shark diving on her honeymoon? <laughs> and we were like, eh, I don't know. Like it kind of like it was let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> it was the most betches thing. You guys are always challenging me, even no. on my honeymoon. <laughs> um, Take risks no. with content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are probably it's hidden motive. Like Nicole, get some good content down in the cage. Like Exactly. I think. Um, I'm no, very I'm excited grateful, for you. And so is Mike. Thank I'm you. To, of course, we're um, we were excited to see it all come together. And um, by the time you get back, I'll probably be super stressed. So I'll be very excited to vent it all oh. out to you on our return episode. I am pumped to hear more of your updates. 
All right. Well, that's it for us. <laughs> Till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.